What's up, everything? It's December, and I honestly couldn't tell you the last time I recorded a podcast, but it's been a while, and a lot has happened. I don't know that we'll cover all of it, but we'll try to cover some of it. So let's get started, and let's go Blues. It is me today, uh, one guy with, um, I actually have a water bottle, no cups present, sorry to disappoint, but it's December 10th, um, which was the day in the first uh, season community episode that they celebrated uh, Christmas at Greendale, so you know, enjoy that reference for those of you that are weird like me, um, but I'm glad to be doing a quick podcast. It's been a while. I don't even know how long it's been. I suppose I could look that up. Um, but I know that the Blues have um, won some games and lost a lot of games since then because that's the team that they've been this season. Um, and before we get into anything else, I guess the biggest piece of news that's happened to the St. Louis Blues since we last spoke uh, is the departure of our dearly beloved Robert Bortuzzo, who was traded to the New York Islanders for uh, a seventh round pick. Spot or uh, SoundCloud says we last recorded a month ago. Sounds about right. Sorry about the gap there. But um, yeah, we traded Bortuzzo on, I believe, Thursday of this week to the Islanders. I'm sure you all saw the pictures of him with the clean shaven face, um, which is just unnatural and wrong. Uh, but Robert Bortuzzo spent uh, 10 seasons here and was the longest tenured blue. He had 54 goals, or excuse me, 54 points, 16 goals, and 38 assists in 424 regular season games. And he collected two goals and one assist. And in 47 postseason games, uh, he is one of only 16 players in Blues history to have spent at least 10 seasons with the team. And, you know, he's he's one of those guys. He's a clubhouse guy. He's a popular guy with the team. Uh, he obviously played a role in the Blues winning the Stanley Cup. And while I uh, and Ian, of course, dispute how significant that role is, uh, especially in terms of the uh, Stanford fight that we both think people are too keen to overvalue in terms of uh, what happened the rest of the season. There's no denying that Robert Bortuzzo was a big part of this team for a long time, and he will be missed. Uh, Doug Armstrong kind of explained that with younger guys that need playing time, Bortuzzo came to him and just wanted to play somewhere, so uh, uh, Armstrong found a trade partner for him, um, and he kind of he kind of leaves the organization as quietly and unexpectedly as he did uh, 10 years ago when he joined the organization in a kind of out-of-nowhere trade for Ian Cole, so... Um, Bortuzzo, 10 years with the blue blues, you know, not, not a player that you think of as a Titan necessarily on the ice that sounded meaner than I meant it to, but, uh, had a steady presence. I actually wrote an article about how he was the kind of unspoken steady force for the blues for many years. Um, and, uh, now I believe the longest tenured blue is Colton Pareko, who also just played in his 600th game, um, the uh, start of the month, Colton Pareko, now the longest tenured blue. And with 
Bortuzzo gone. Um, that's one more, one more uh, player that is was part of the Cup team that is no longer with the Blues. There's not too many of those uh, players left, actually, that we've got here. We've got Bennington, of course, and Pareko's here, and we've got um, Robert Thomas, and beyond that, uh, Braden Shen, Captain Braden Shen, Oscar Sundquist is back. Uh, but it's starting to dwindle down to a very limited few. Um, and, uh, you know, we've got to cherish those guys and respect them and be thankful for them uh, for what they can contribute. Uh, our friend friend of the podcast, transitioning to a new subject, Hugh McGing, uh, joined the Blues and played a game yesterday, uh, did not perform particularly well, played eight minutes and was a minus three, uh, but his second NHL game, uh, played one last season, and, uh, you know, he's probably a guy that isn't going to have, uh, I don't think, a very, you know, um, storied NHL career at this point, but hopefully, you know, he maybe finds his groove, maybe becomes that kind of McKenzie McEachern type that you love to have on the fringes of your roster. Hopefully he has a place here, uh, but anyone that's made it to the NHL and played a couple of games is still one of the greatest hockey players of all time when you really think about it, so good for him. Love to see that for him as well. Um, let's talk about some of the Blues' recent results as I'm just kind of going rapid fire, no notes here because I wanted to talk about the Bortuzzo trade and a couple of other things. Um, you know, things looked okay for the Blues as recently as uh, a couple of nights ago. They, you know, had that uh, win against the uh, Golden Knights, overtime gruddy win, uh, 2-1 in Vegas uh, on Monday, but then has really gone downhill from there. They alternated wins, actually, every day uh, from the 22nd of November through to the end of the month. Uh, they flipped off wins and losses. But then over the last three games, they lost that come-from-behind uh, collapse against Vegas. Then they lost back-to-back -back nights to Columbus and to Chicago. Um, absolutely not good enough for this team. And really... The problem right now, more than anything, is goal scoring. In the last five games, we've put up um, eight goals, um, and three of those came in the loss against Vegas, um, beaten four to one, two, six to three, five to two, and three to one in that stretch. Uh, and you know, there's a lot of people you can look at for that. Jordan Kyrou's taken a lot of heat, um, and I, you know, as someone who is prone to defend Kyrou, I think justified uh, heat in many cases because he's not playing at the level of uh, a superstar or an NHL player worth $8.1 or whatever he's getting paid right now. He's only had five goals on the season. Um, Buchnevich is playing pretty well, but maybe not quite up to his standard. Braden Shin uh, has really not performed especially well. Uh, you've got Kevin Hayes and Brandon Saad, some of those veterans who aren't contributing much either. Um, I think two of the biggest things is that Kasperi Kapanen and um, Jacob Vrana have kind of been non-factors this season, which is, you know, kind of, kind of the realistic outcome of those two moves was to see how they did this season and probably part ways, you know, um, cordially at the end of the season if things didn't work out, which I think is probably where we're headed. Really, um, the only two bright spots in terms of goal scoring this year have been Robert Thomas, who is 
finally, you know, playing like a true superstar, 27 points in 27 games, 10 goals, 17 assists. Uh, he's averaging, you know, over 20 minutes a night. He's playing uh, as well as we know he can play. And then uh, Jake Neighbors, while he's had some, you know, ups and downs this season, he is tied for the team lead in goals with 10. So he's proving that he has that ability to find the back of the net. Uh, you know, he hasn't contributed. He's contributed just one assist. So very Cy Young numbers right now. Um, he's a minus four overall. So there's still lots of his game that needs improvement. Um, but, you know, when a team is struggling to score goals, you'll take them from anywhere and you'll certainly take them from a young rookie who, um, you know, you hope is a big part of your team's future. So, um, you know, I guess I guess we'll take the positives there with neighbors and, and kind of overlook some of the deficiencies and some of the, you know, youth that he's figuring out uh, over time because his defensive game still needs a lot of work for sure. Um, but, you know, the team's not having goals from a lot of places and he's one of the few places that they are getting goals from so we'll have to take it uh the blues are starting a critical home stand right now uh with the red wings the senators and the stars coming up in short order they've got to win i would say at least two of those games or they're really kind of out of the playoff hunt um not that they not, I didn't really think they were a playoff team this year. We talked about it uh, before the season a little bit. They have currently 27 points. They're a couple of games back from Arizona, or they're a couple points back from Arizona, one point back, excuse me, uh, but Arizona has a game in hand. Um, you know, they're, they're really fighting for that fourth spot in the division, that second, third wild card spot. And they have to be careful because it's very possible that one of those spots or both of those spots go to the Pacific Division if Edmonton heats up a little bit. Um, so, you know, the couple of days ago I put a poll out. They were uh, on pace for 88.5 points this season, and I just did an over-under poll, and I was kind of surprised to see that under won the day because I feel like Blues, Blues fans on Twitter at least tend trend optimistic, if you will. Um, but uh, now they're at an 82-point pace, which is just one-point improvement from last season. And, um, you know, I'm not, I'm not sure they even get there at this point if they're playing like they have the last couple of nights. So they're just an inconsistent team, really struggling to find any sort of a groove. And, um, you know, I think they are, they are who we thought they were, uh, to quote the great... Uh, what was it? Al, not Al Green, whatever Green his name was. Uh, people know who I'm talking about. Um, but yeah, that's the Blues kind of in a nutshell. Uh, there's uh, the only other thing I wanted to talk about with the Blues is um, they have two prospects that really seem to be potential superstars in the future. Um, you look at the NCAA. Uh, and Jimmy Snuggerud over there with Minnesota. Um, he is tearing that league up. He looks like a future star. Um, currently has, uh, let me find him on here. Is this this season? Never know with, um, with uh, college stats where he's at. But uh, let me look him up. Jimmy Snuggerud. Just do the old Google search. Um, he has 
dot 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 only prospects is loading this is a downfall of single person recordings he has uh, 16 points in 18 games at the university of uh, minnesota 11 of those points are goals um he uh has looked really good he had a really strong night the other night he is gonna probably be on the u.s men's uh, uh um U.S. men's uh, junior world junior team, and uh, you know he just seems to be the future kind of winger that we probably need to replace a lot of the goal scoring we've lost over the last couple of years. And then uh, Dollar Bill Dvorsky, our friend Dollar Bill, um, looks absolutely like a stud. He transferred to. Um, Sudbury, I, a lot of we, I think we talked about this at the time, but a lot of people, uh, the, a lot of people poo pooed that move at the time because they thought that it was, you know, some kind of ruinous thing that he wasn't going to stick with, um, he wasn't able to stick in the, uh, league that he was in, the adult league that he was in over in Europe, and they thought that it was really bad news for him, but uh, he has come over to the OHL and is absolutely tearing it up with Sudbury. I think he had a hat trick uh, the other day. Um, He's also on the Team Slovakia preliminary roster for the uh, World Juniors, and he is almost certain to make it. Um, I'm trying to look up where he's at in the standings. Uh, as far as overall points, he's 28th uh, with 32 points, 16 goals, and 16 assists in just 19 games. But consider that 28th uh, is with about 10 fewer games played than a lot of people. It's 12 fewer games than the leader who has 31. Um, and, you know, he's definitely out point pacing the leader. Um, so... You know, this is a player who looks like one of the best players in the OHL right now, looks every bit of a top 10 NHL pick, and probably has a very, uh, very bright future with the with the Blues in the NHL. So a lot of good things coming on the horizon, but the, the St. Louis Blues are still struggling quite a bit right now, and I guess you just make of that what you will, and probably have to uh, gut out the next few seasons with a little bit of pain and a little bit of frustration until we start to see the results that we want to see on the ice. Um, I don't have a ton of other things that I want to talk about. Patrick Kane went to the Red Wings. I guess that's cool. Uh, The NHL draft is going to be in the Las Vegas sphere, which is fine. Um, You know, a lot of little things have happened that I've probably missed. Uh, I don't think I've talked about the Corey Perry story on here, but it's kind of already been widely and wildly discussed uh, to, you know, ad nauseum at this point. So, you know, I think that'll do it probably for me today. Um, I know it's a very short episode and uh, I know it's been a while since I had one, but I wanted to, you know, get you some updates on whatever the, whatever is going on in blues hockey world and in the hockey world in general. Um, Hopefully the Blues do a little better on this upcoming little stretch because if they don't, uh, that could be a problem uh, for sure because, you know, they got to be better. They got to do better. 
Um, but yeah, that'll do it for me. I think I think I'm officially calling it on this one, but with a lot of love and respect to Robert Bortuzzo, best of luck to him in New York. Uh, and hopefully the blues start to transition into the future because the present ain't so beautiful. Uh, if I don't speak to you, I probably will, but if I don't, happy holidays. Have a great uh, Christmas, a great uh, Chinooka, as Smokey Robinson would say, which I know is ongoing, and enjoy the rest of your week. Bye. Rocking around the Christmas tree at the Christmas party hop. Mistletoe hung where you can see every couple tries to stop. Rocking around the Christmas tree, let the Christmas spirit ring. Yeah.